Hey guys, welcome back to the third episode of the Cinephiles podcast. I'm your host Rehan Gore, and as you all know, throughout the season, I'm watching some iconic movies from the 70s and giving you my take on them. This week, it's Ridley Scott's Alien. Alien was released in 1979 and is about the crew of a spacecraft who are invaded by an alien. It stars Sigourney Weaver as your main character Ripley and includes an amazing ensemble with Tom Skerritt, Veronica Cartwright, Harry Dean Stanton, John Hurt, Ian Holm, and Yafet Kotto as the other members aboard the ship. The film was directed by Ridley Scott, who's directed some critically acclaimed and iconic films such as The Martian and Gladiator. The script was written by Dan O'Bannon, and this was his first major credit as a screenwriter. He had, however, worked on Star Wars as a computer animator. The music is from Jerry Goldsmith, who's also composed scores for other iconic and influential films like Mulan and Star Trek: The Motion Picture. Alien won the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects and was ranked seventh in the American Film Institute's Best Sci-Fi Films of All Time and thirty-third in Empire Magazine's Greatest Films of All Time. Before we get into the story and I give you some of my thoughts and takes, I wanted to share with you this little fact that I found fascinating. The Alien franchise is of course iconic and it made Sigourney Weaver a star. But what's even more interesting to me is the story behind the camera. The first film was directed by Ridley Scott like I mentioned and he's directed films like The Gladiator and Martian which I mentioned earlier. The second film was directed by James Cameron James Cameron of course directed the first two Terminator films. He did Avatar, he did Titanic. These are some of the most commercially successful films ever. The third film in the franchise was directed by David Fincher. Now, the third film might be terrible, but still David Fincher went on to have a fantastic career. He directed films like 7 and the Academy Award-winning film The Social Network. And it doesn't even stop there. The fourth film was written by Joss Whedon. who of course gave us the avengers on the big screen while it's not really related to this film i just found it fascinating and i thought it would be a trivia you would enjoy both behind the camera and in front the aliens franchise has got some of the best talent in the world and it's interesting to see that all of these big names and household names we know now actually started off way back with the aliens franchise now let's start talking about the film The first half of the film focuses mainly on the ensemble and it's only once you get through halfway through the movie that you can identify a clear-cut lead. The crew itself is very well realized and the actors do a fantastic job portraying their characters. You have Ash who's the science officer, you have Parker and Brett who are the mechanics, you have Dallas the captain. And like I mentioned before, the first half of the film focuses mainly on the ensemble. It does not have a clear-cut lead. And that's another thing I really appreciated about the film. You don't really understand who the lead is until Sigourney Weaver steps up as Ripley about halfway through. Till then, you're following the story through the crew's eyes, and the whole ensemble is really the protagonist. One of the advantages to this that I felt was that you feel like you're with them in the moment. Ripley was a great character and a great lead. There's only one person who you could make an argument was sort of a lead, and that's Tom Skerritt as Dallas, the captain. But eventually, once you go deeper into the movie, you learn that no, that's not really the case. Ripley is the one who has to stand up and take control of the situation, and watching the character blossom in this movie was really well done. 
She is very clear-cut in her rules and ideologies and is a stickler for the rules. Once a crew member might have been exposed to a xenomorph, which are the aliens, she's like, "No, we are under a quarantine situation. We can't let anyone in the ship. It's against protocol. It's dangerous." While everyone else wants to let their fellow crewmate back in. She's the only one who's following procedure and as the rest of the movie goes along, she's still the only character who maintains a clear head throughout every single situation. Even Dallas the captain's like let us in, but Ripley knows that's against protocol and she's saying she can't do that. She's the strongest character in the movie and she knows the importance of following protocol and that's what makes her a great survivor. Another great plot arc in the movie was about the character of Ash. In particular, there's a plot twist that's revealed and it took me quite by surprise and changed the way I viewed the whole film, especially every scene with him. On rewatch, you look at each scene with the character more carefully and notice different things. For the sake of avoiding spoilers, I won't mention the revelation, but it really adds a whole new dimension to every scene with the character and well it definitely changes the way you view the film and of course we have to talk about Ridley Scott he's one of the greatest sci-fi directors ever he's directed films like the martian which i've mentioned many times and prometheus but he's also had success outside of the sci-fi genre with films like gladiator which i've also mentioned many times Ridley Scott's direction and the editing of his sequences are so suspenseful it really reaches inside of you and makes you feel as if you are on the ship. The set design is immaculate and this is still one of the coolest looking movie ships of all time. The inside of this thing feels so dirty and lived in. It feels like a real environment. There's nothing glassy or clean to it as you see in many other sci-fi spaceships. It all feels like something tangible you could reach into the screen and become a part of. It's easy to understand how the ship operates. Everything makes sense. It's not just a really fun science fiction movie that has an alien monster that's really awesome. You can tell that Ridley Scott, the writers and the production crew and everyone was just trying to make a world that felt like it could work and it wasn't just about this creature or special effect. This was a real lived-in universe even though you're seeing such a small little part of it. Of course, there's the iconic chest bursting scene where the alien comes out of the chest. and it does not disappoint the scene was really well done very shocking and awesome the design of the aliens are excellent and are still one of my favorites to this day they just look so unique and so cool now we have to talk about some of the negatives and i'm just going to start off with this is not the type of movie i usually enjoy i much prefer the genre of its sequel aliens which is much more of an action movie alien on the other hand is a very intimate film and is much more of a horror film So naturally I'm more gravitated towards aliens but for those who appreciate films more along the line of the horror genre this is going to be a great watch. Still I would definitely recommend everyone watch it since it's just so iconic and even if this type of film isn't right up your alley there are many things you can appreciate about it and you can see how films today were massively impacted by the original alien. Fans of the genre will absolutely love it and even me who really doesn't enjoy this genre can't really find any problems with it. You guys should definitely check it out. It's a thumbs up from me and tell me what you guys think of Alien in the comment sections on my YouTube channel. That's it for today everyone. I hope you liked it. And if you did, it would mean a lot if you could give us some good ratings on whatever platform you choose to listen to your podcasts on. And you can also check out my YouTube channel in the show notes below. 
thank you for staying all the way through this episode and I hope you join me for next episode where we'll be talking about the first movie of one of my favorite franchises ever, Rocky.